Welcome to the Life Success Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, I want to welcome all of our listeners back to another edition of our Life Success and Legacy Podcast. I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to have a hard time keeping a straight face because I'm looking across my desk at two dear friends, Frank and Rachel Keck. Um, Hi. There's Frank. <laughs> and there's Rachel. And um, they're just fun. And you may not know them, but I know them, and they make me laugh and have fun. And uh, I'm looking forward to... We're actually going to try and do a couple of podcasts uh, on this. One, we're going to talk about their experience uh, going through our process, our client dream conversation, uh, and infinite banking, of course. But they also have um, some really great experience and gifts to share for business owners, and a lot of our clients are business owners, but then also for employees uh, who work for businesses because they specialize in the space of culture and culture development and personal development. So we'll be touching, we may touch a little bit on that in the first podcast, but for sure that'll be the focus of the second podcast. So hi, Rachel and Frank. How are you? Hi. Yay! We're good. I'm good. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So um, this is really fun because you're actually sitting in front of me, and Michael Crawford's here running the production behind. Hi, hi, Michael. He just waved. He did. Um, We uh, oftentimes do these podcasts with folks who are spread out all across the country, and many of our clients, um, interestingly enough, We've never even met face-to-face. Now, we become friends because we know their dreams and their families, etc., but um, we may not meet them face-to-face right off the bat. So for you guys to be sitting here, plus we knew you before you were IBC clients, that's really special for us. So what I'd love to do is, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, is we kind of have three phases to our process when we're digging into this. Um, one is education. We front load education about infinite banking because it's such a different way to think about money. Secondly, which is the focus I hope that we talk about, and that is when we do the client dream conversation. And that's really where we talk with you as either an individual or as a couple about what is the life that you want to create? What are your values? What are the things that you want for your future? Right? And then, (laughs) I wish the people on the podcast could see you two right now. Um, What is it that you want to create? And then we try to come alongside to help you accomplish those things because oftentimes finances is a barrier to accomplishing those things. And then thirdly, obviously, we look at your finances and we design a strategy for those goals. So we got to sit one time together at... Am I supposed to remember all three of those? Yes. Okay. <laughs> There'll be a test. There will be a test. No, actually just uh, the second one we're going to talk about. And I believe we were at, Rachel corrected me earlier, we were at Blue Moose. Mm-hmm. Blue Moose in Lenexa. Blue Moose in Lenexa. And what do you remember from that? Well, first of all, I will say that we already trusted you as a friend. And so we, and we're not very good at sitting for educational things. What you know, so we short. You're good at educating we people, good at educating, but, but you may not but sit there, in, like listening and taking in new information that's not in our vein of passion is hard. So we jumped right in, and that's when Frank and I thought about talking to you. That, I mean, that conversation was huge. 
huge for us personally i think and of course together mm-hmm. but we were at blue moose i wasn't i probably wouldn't have chosen blue moose if i realized the conversation that was right. about to happen not the best setting for that and level of depth and we went super deep into our own i feel like not only did we come away with some clarity on what we both wanted in life but we also came away realizing some of the money hangups that we had mm-hmm. i don't know if i mean money hangups but also wealth success hangups mm-hmm. that we hadn't really talked about before. so um there were some expectations or ideas about what success or money looks like for you mm-hmm. and you were reflecting on that do you remember your aha about our neighborhood at the time me yeah you so what i remember is it was kind of like in the most loving way kind of like a punch right in the face (laughs) as you took us through this process very loving and gentle and smiling and asking us these seemingly like benign questions i was gonna say innocuous Mm -hmm. i might have made that word up right uh but just asking these this these simple questions and then all of a sudden it hit me like we live in a house in a neighborhood don't fit anything that's important to us hmm and we wonder why we're not happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we put the house on the market in a week. Well, it wasn't too long after that. Mm-mm. I mean, it really was literally like 30 days. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was one of our, our first action steps was get rid of the house. But I think, so we've been going to different financial gurus right. for years, and nobody had ever said what's important to you. Mm-hmm. Nobody had ever gone, taken us through an exercise to help us figure out what are your values. And so for you to do that, because usually, Chris, that's what I do to other people, is help them figure out their values. I was just going to say, isn't that interesting? Because what you do with businesses is help them identify their values and what's important to them and then see where are they maybe misaligned. Where are they aligned, but where might they make those? And then we bring that to your personal life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so as you were... Doing it to us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's when it Very kinda, gently. It kind of dawned on me, hey, wait a minute. He's like giving me my own, but yeah, yeah. wow, this is, this is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I think that was the beginning. But every step along the way, you guys have been encouraging and, hey, okay, let's just take one step, right? And mm-hmm. so you talked about airplanes and sales and fish and stuff like that and uh that would be changing the wind current right oh, yeah, yeah. yeah right because yeah, yeah. yeah. i was like what, what are you talking about headwind to a tailwind and, yeah. but that's part of the education and right so but just keep educating us okay put the peas in the wind <laughs> right something like that um but you guys are there so it's not just like okay well we gave you the information once you guys have kind of walked us through step by step and when we've made missteps you know you're like okay we can we can help help you with that so oftentimes um in relationships or just in life individually um the friction shows up and one of the number one pieces of friction is finances so you guys made some dramatic choices and and 
recreated, redesigned the direction you were going, have you seen that, how have you seen that play out for you or continue to play out for you? Because we don't expect you to have it down perfect. We don't have it down perfect. I mean, we're all humans, right? That's what I said before this podcast, so that we're kind of failures. So why do you want to talk to us? But... Mm. Well, first of all, what... Hi, I'm Chris Bay. We're going to have the kex on and tell you what not to do. <laughs> That's what I feel like. But, I, well, I will say, doing that exercise first and saying, what is the life that we want to create and what's kind of in our way and what's going to help us get there? And then having just, sim- not simple, but very clear next steps to take mm-hmm. um, helped because it felt like we were going completely off the grid mm-hmm. of what you're supposed to do. Right. I mean, we sold our house, which was kind of the status of like, okay, now we've kind of arrived into right. the next stage of life. And mm-hmm. so now we have this house in this neighborhood and to let that go. Well, I wanted to let it go for a while because I came from a family that my dad sold houses to make some money. So mm-hmm. I was okay with moving around. Frank, that was not his experience. Right. And then also that there were influences on him that that was probably not the way to go. So we, this plan was stepping way outside mm-hmm. of like the normal, traditional, how you do things. Mm-hmm. So selling the house and then liquidating assets to turn, move into turn something else. Yeah. It, was, it felt like I honestly didn't tell some people, like namely parents, because they wouldn't get... They'll find out now when they listen to the podcast. Well, I think they know now somewhat, but but it's really non-traditional. I mean, right. it really feels so alternative to what... It's counterintuitive, I guess, right. is the word that I would use. Well, especially because I grew up not too far from where you guys were living, mm-hmm. um, and I I live in a different city now, but when I go back to visit my parents and, and drive into that area, the, the sense that I feel of materialism mm-hmm. is oppressive. It, it just mm-hmm. permeates everything in that environment. Um, and so some people, that's what they choose. That's how they live their life, etc. I tended to, for whatever reason, rebel against that and didn't really want to go back to that. I wanted to live a different lifestyle. I I didn't want to have my whole life leveraged to look a certain way. And I think part of what the beautiful thing is working with you is you are vulnerable enough to share some things like that. Like, I don't know that Frank would have real, we wouldn't have realized what it felt like living in that neighborhood if you didn't share your own experience throughout. Mm So it helped us. I mean, that was, that was a huge aha. And then to say, wait, we get, we actually get to choose, Mm -hmm. which is what we've been working on for years, right? Like the freedom to choose whatever life we want to have. And so, but that gets really big and crazy. And then when you try to bring two people together, your work that day at Blue Moose was to get us aligned to three 
key life experiences we wanted to hone in on, which yeah. I don't think Frank really remembers on a regular basis, that the seeds are planted in his heart. Well, I was going to say, he may not remember the, the steps or the details of mm-hmm. it, but he has a visceral effect to it because yeah. he's talked about it on a number of occasions. Frank, I'm curious for you, because I know um, for me and just the human experience is um, we have these old tractor ruts that have been developed year after year after year from life experiences. That has been your experience with money, monetary Mm -hmm. success, etc. You've made some significant changes and choices, but those ruts are still there and it's so easy to fall back into those. Yes. (laughs) Can you talk a little bit about what that's been like for you as you've made these choices and yet those ruts still exist? Well, I figured once we started working with you, everything would change. In, uh, Miracles would happen. It's, it's our magic Miracles. wand. That's it. Fairy dust. And then when six months came and we hadn't, the boat hadn't shifted directions completely, the the ship, the what is it, the airplane? Yeah. Tailwind. The Tailwind. Barge. Headwind. Uh, we were still in mid-turn. I thought we might turn a little bit sharper. Right. But, but I also understand that it's, establishing new behaviors it doesn't happen overnight Mm -hmm. um and so it's it is it's a little bit at a time which is why i think it's really cool that you offer to continue to meet with us and just kind of check on the progress and hey how are you guys doing Mm -hmm. and because you know you need kind of that little nudge and you know and and in the past we would sit down with a financial advisor and he'd tell us about all this crap i don't care about like what's going on in china and you know all this other stuff that was absolutely meaningless and we'd spend an hour in there and we'd leave and i'd say wow we're really stupid because i don't know what he but when we sit down with you it's like okay let's talk about what's important to you and let's talk about what you guys are doing differently mm. and then uh i think one of the biggest things that's helping change the rut is is it's not just okay you got to get out of the rut but it's like hey here's a new path Mm-hmm. And so you introduced us to profit first, right? That's been huge, mm-hmm. and just putting a putting a little bit of money, paying myself first. Um, a couple weeks ago, well, maybe a month ago, uh, my computer died, and I said I got to get a new computer. And Rachel mm-hmm. said, "Well, do you want to get a laptop or a or a desktop?" Right? And I'm like, "Well." And I couldn't make my mind up. And I'm like, well, I travel, so I need a laptop. It's not the choosing, it's the not choosing. I really would like to have one (laughs) on the desk because it's easier to see. And I'm getting old. And she's like, well, you've been doing profit first. And then she looked at my profit first account. She's like, you know, you could just buy both of them. Actually, that was a huge... Let's just... Because you're kind of flippantly going over that, I feel like. But it was like two weeks of like (laughs) major... Major, major wrestling with, I have to choose one of these. I don't know which one is right. Uh, I mean, it was like wrestling, a lot of research. And and finally, I thought, okay, you have the money. Just buy both of the thing. But it's not that big of a deal. So for $3,000 or whatever, you get both things and you've been saving and just do it. But that was huge because you part of it is the money is about, am I worth it? Do yes. I deserve it? Yes. We get all these messages from our parents. And so it was like, I, can't, I can only choose one. So one of the things I've learned in life um, from a great teacher, great wise man, 
um, who taught me, you know, you always want Crawford, because he's pointing at himself. Yeah, Michael Crawford's (laughs) pointing at himself. Um, We always want to aim for our goals, right? What we want to accomplish. But when we measure success, we look back on what we've accomplished, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So you're telling the story about a laptop and a desktop, which I'm guessing there's a few dollar signs next to that cost. But I remember very early in our conversation, it was about you buying a pair of shoes for yourself. Do you remember that? You know what? And he just recently bought two pairs of shoes for himself. Yeah. And a bunch of shirts. True! That's beautiful. (laughs) But when you look back at the success or the the growth that has Mm -hmm. happened... But it, it's so interesting of how those old paradigms, those old thoughts affect us with, with money and such. Well, I think so, you know, it's infinite banking system. Maybe it shouldn't be infinite banking. Maybe, maybe it should be, I freaking deserve this. <laughs> but it's, uh, I try to come up with. Yeah, we were watching. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that's that really is it's it's changing getting out of those ruts and mm-hmm. and part of that is you know I think a lot of us grow up with certain attitudes towards money and that goes directly to your self esteem and you're right and I had forgotten about the shoes mm-hmm. but I didn't even want to spend twenty dollars on a pair of shoes because I thought I'm not worth it and, right and so this was a little bit more than a pair of shoes yeah and I still have I still struggle with it but we went out to buy shirts after my birthday and. I was able to do it pretty easily. I mean, pretty easily. That yeah. You would, in the past, that's true, you would have been good on you for bringing that up because that is big crap. Yeah. Hmm. I, I feel like the, the what the, I don't go want to go too deep here, go ahead. but it is a feeling of like the way traditionally you do money and retirement and all that is kind of a victim way of doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're kind of a victim of the system where... Every time we get a little bit more clarity on what we're actually doing with IBC or have meet with you and you're like, okay, well, there's lots of options. You're never too far gone. Right. Um, that it's way more empowering. I mean, it's empowered us around money. Yeah. Hmm. Which is huge. It is. It's changing big story. I mean, that's going to change stories for our kids. It's just a tool. Mm-hmm. It's just a tool for us to use. Money is to create the life that we want or to create the impact on the world, right? And yet there's so many emotional ties to it and there's so much past history or thoughts related to it that can keep us stuck. Mm -hmm. So I really love doing this podcast. It's very different with you all than how we've done some of the podcasts in the the past um, because we go deep. And 20 minutes or however long this is, is not enough. (laughs) So we're going to have to do it again and go deeper with it. Um, What I would like to do is recommend to our listeners to catch us on on another podcast that will be with Frank and Rachel Keck. And that is talking about culture. And Frank, I'm going to leave us with this. Um, you said with IBC, with infinite banking, like it wasn't turning the, the boat fast enough. Right. When you all work with companies <laughs> and you're working to change culture in a company, does that happen just overnight? It's just snapping your usually, fingers, right? Usually in about an hour. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're pretty good. <laughs> Frank just reminded me three years, three years to really 
feel a sense of like momentum mm-hmm. and alignment. To shift like, a culture, it's a three-year process. Back in my, my previous work experience as a school principal, I remember having a conversation with our superintendent, and he was um, approaching me about another school to go to that had had some culture issues. And he said, I feel like you're ready for another challenge, and here is a challenge. How long do you think it would take you to change the culture in that school? And I knew the culture a little bit. I knew some of the trauma that school had experienced with death of a teacher and some change in leadership and other things. And I told the superintendent, I said, at least five years. Wow. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, there'll be some changes early on, but if you're wanting deep cultural change, it's going to take at least five years. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's fascinating. I love the work that you do, and I look really forward to our next podcast to talk about culture. Rachel and Frank, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate Chris it so much. Thank, thank you, Michael, Michael Crawford. Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To our listeners, um, if you would like to learn more about the infinite banking concept or more of the stories of some of our clients... Um, join our podcast at lifesuccesslegacy.com. And of course, we're always going to encourage people, if you have not read Nelson Nash's book, the um, Becoming Your Own Banker, we highly recommend that you get a copy of that. Um, you can get that on our website at lifesuccesslegacy.com. And if you just want to talk to us about possibilities and what this might look like for you, look at our website and give us a call. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.